Welcome to the Retro Network's fourth anniversary podcast. Technically, it's an anniversary, but we're treating it like a birthday. I'm Mickey, and I'll be your MC on this very special podcast as we take you back in time with memories from long ago. For our birthday this year, we decided to celebrate Hobbit style. And what I mean by that is, in uh, Tolkien's series of books, Hobbits celebrated their birthdays not by receiving gifts, but by giving gifts to everybody else on their special day. And that's what we're doing, as we have many familiar voices from the network and several friends of the network here to tell you about some of their memorable birthdays from when they were younger. It's a very special trip back in time, and we hope you enjoy hearing all of these unique stories. It's just a little something for us to give you to say thank you for helping TRN reach this milestone. Four years may not sound like a lot, but in an online world, it uh, seems like a lifetime. So, uh, here we go. Hey, happy birthday to the Retro Network. This is Old School Tim, best known as Old School 80s on Twitter and elsewhere out there. I just wanted to call and participate here and uh, have a birthday memory. I would say my favorite birthday party as a kid was held at Showbiz Pizza Place. This was a predecessor to Chuck E. Cheese. They had pizza, video games, and an awesome band called the Rock Fire Explosion. But that's not what I'm going to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is when I went to see Raiders of the Lost Ark for my birthday. I actually, my birthday is in February. This movie came out in June of 1981, and I saw it in the summer of 1981 and loved it so much that I wanted to see it again when my birthday rolled around in February of 1982. Yeah, that's right. The movie was still in theaters eight months after it had been released. How is that possible in today's day and age? It isn't. But back then, Raiders of the Lost Ark spent 40 weeks straight as one of the top 10 highest grossing films. It didn't even come out on VHS until November 1983, so that made it You had to go see it in the theater multiple times if you wanted to see it that way. My mom took a big group of us. We went to see it in February 1982. The best part was that this time I knew the face-melting part, and when Indy told Mary to close her eyes, I knew that was time to close my eyes, too, the second time around. Had a great time. Loved the movie. Loved Indiana Jones movies to this day. So... Just want to wish happy fourth birthday to TRN. Thank you to Mickey and Jason for creating it, and thank you to all of those out there that help make it such an awesome place on a daily basis. Everybody be good. Happy fourth birthday, TRN. This is Karen at uh, the Retro Network and Pop Culture Haven. Uh, I remember getting Crystal Barbie for my sixth birthday. Uh, It was my first birthday in Georgia. Um, We had just moved in, and my friend Elizabeth had um, Crystal Barbie, and I remember seeing all the commercials on TV and after school. Um, I still have the doll. Um, I lost the feather boa and the shoes and the jewelry. Uh, through the years, but I still have the doll and I still have her dress. Um, well, that's um, 
that's one of my favorite uh, birthday presents. Um, happy fourth birthday, TRN. It's been so much fun the past few years writing and um, getting to know everybody in the lounge and on Twitter. And looking forward to the next year and the next the next one uh, round of po- podcasts and activities. Hey everyone, it is Jason here, one half of your uh, creators of the Retro Network, uh, with Mickey, of course. Man, TRN's fourth birthday. Um, it's been a really wonderful ride, and I've appreciated all the people over the years that have come alongside the both of us uh, in both support and, of course, uh, creatively to help uh, the Retro Network become what it is today and i really really appreciate that and have just had a a blast hanging out with everybody uh my birthday memory i've got two and i think i've told one maybe on the time machine podcast uh one i was little and went out to a friend's birthday party at a hunting camp and we watched the never-ending story and the wolf scared the crap out of me uh i think i've told that one before that is a very vivid memory I have of a birthday party. One of my own, though, I remember, I believe it was 1989, just because of the song I requested, I had a birthday party at the Skate Station in Clearfield, PA, which is our uh, local roller skating rink. Actually, a fun little detail, it's still open, and me and my bud Wyatt and my son Jackson crashed a birthday party when we were home last October, we just wanted to go in and take pictures and kind of, you know, relive the memories. And here we are. It's some little girl's birthday party and people are giving us weird looks. And we kind of walked in, took a couple pictures <laughs> and headed out. But I remember uh, having a birthday party there, being in the like food area, food court or uh, where the benches were. And I requested... <laughs> Uh, Millie Vanilli, uh, which one is it? Uh, Don't Lose My Number, I think was the one. Because I remember being in there eating pizza, hearing them play my request and play it by name, you know, happy birthday to Jason, whatever. And putting down my pizza and skating back out to the rink just to skate to that song. Um, Yeah, I was very much influenced by my mother and her taste as well in music. But I did like them for what it's worth, the 13-year-old that I was. I just miss uh, roller skating, and that's such a great memory of being there uh, on Saturdays, skating with my friends, and just having a good old time playing arcade games that were in the corner. So that's my birthday memory. Happy birthday, Retro Network, and uh, thanks, everybody, for the journey so far, and look forward to next year. Hey, this is Chris Bailey, and I'd like to wish the Retro Network a very happy birthday. A birthday memory I thought I'd share was from 1986 or 1987. I can't remember which, but we're going to Chuck E. Cheese for my party, and I had a number of friends and family with me. Normally, that in and of itself was a 
memorable enough, but this particular year I had received a gift certificate for Toys R Us, and as it was only a few blocks away, I got to go over with my older cousins to pick out my gift. I had my heart set on either Transformers Menasaur or Defensor, but my cousin Bobby convinced me not to get either. Well, not exactly. Instead, I ended up buying three of each of the parts so that they could battle, as he put it. Over the years, I've wondered if my 10-year-old me had made the right choice, but the memories I have of it seem to convince me that I did. Regardless, Chuck E. Cheese and Toys R Us and the same birthday made for a great memory. Thanks for the opportunity to share. Uh, you can follow my nostalgic toy hunting on Instagram. All you have to do is find at Beatles, B-E-A-T-L-E-S underscore toy box. And uh, I'll see you all out there. Take care. Hey, happy birthday, TRN. This is Tim Heasley, friend of the network. Uh, back in 1996, I had my birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. I was able to invite five friends, and then my whole family was there, too. You've all been to Chuck E. Cheese, so you know how fun that is. Uh, my favorite present I got that year was the new toy called Bop It. That was from one of my best friends, Alex. We're still friends to this day. Uh, that's a birthday I will never forget. Thanks again for all you guys do. Well, it's Mickey again. I had to jump in here and throw my own birthday memory in. But ironically enough, it's not of one of my own birthdays. It was a birthday party that I went to for a friend of mine named Lance. Uh, Lance was one of those kids who's always seemed to have a little more than everybody else. But that was okay. Uh, back then, it was hard to get jealous. You just hoped you got the opportunity to get invited over to play. So Lance was having a sleepover for his birthday one year and I was the first kid to arrive there were going to be six or seven of us if I remember right and uh, on the TV when I got there they had a VCR and when I got there Raiders of the Lost Ark was playing it was my first experience with anything really Indiana Jones at that point this would have been probably 86 his birthday at some point there in 86 and then uh, as other kids started to arrive, the next movie that his parents had rented from the little video store we had in town was Return of the Jedi, which was my first actual viewing experience of anything Star Wars. So um, after the movies were watched and pizza was eaten, the cake was had, uh, there was a lot of G.I. Joe play. Lance was big into G.I. Joe. And... Uh, of course, throughout the evening and night, all the normal hijinks that a bunch of eight-year-old boys would get into, uh, hide-and-seek and playing war games and such, you know, uh, with Nerf guns and, and things like that. So we stayed up all night long, of course, like you would expect at that age. But one of the other things I got turned on to, besides Indiana Jones and Star Wars, was the board game Risk. You know, Lance had it, and this was like the most... Uh, involved board game I had ever seen let alone played so I was quickly taught the rules and fell in love with risk at that point and ironically enough we sat around a board game is not the direction you want to go when you're fighting to stay awake uh, those are the last memories I have of that night is falling asleep 
well, I don't even remember falling asleep. I remember playing Risk and then waking up not too long after my mom was there to pick me up. But I never personally had a birthday party like that. And for all these years later, you know, uh, God, 35, 36, 37 years later, to still remember a lot of the details from that birthday party shows just how much I thought of it back then because it stuck with me all this time. But um, so that that's a memorable birthday party experience for me and uh, I'll jump back out of here and we'll get back to everybody else's memories happy birthday retro network it's Jeff Sheldon uh, writer contributor to the retro network website uh, proud patreon member going back to if not day one close to day one uh, co-host of the Gnarly 90s podcast, writer at Yesteryear Retro. You can find me at the Astronaut Pen on Twitter. But anyway, uh, my most memorable birthday about 30 years ago, or close to it, in 1994, um, we very rarely had large celebrations in my family. Just my parents, my brother, my grandparents, um, take out food and uh, ice cream cake. But on my 10th birthday in 1994, I begged and begged for a party at the bowling alley in town. Um, and surprisingly, my parents agreed. And the morning of the party, I was so anxious to go, uh, my parents sent me outside to do something until it was time to leave for the party. So I decided to play roller hockey with myself. And I was out in the street. I had my roller blades and my stick. I dragged the net out. And um, I guess on one of my make-believe imaginary game-winning goals, I celebrated a little too hard and tripped over my own two feet. Before I knew it, my feet were over my head and my face was quickly going towards the pavement. And uh, next thing I knew, my face was skidding across the street. Uh, I popped up and went running inside. It didn't even hurt yet as I went running towards the house. And even at 10, I knew that that probably wasn't good. I had delayed pain reaction. Uh, as I burst through the door, I was bursting in tears, and long story short, I ended up with a scrape from the top of my forehead down to the tip of my nose, and I had to spend the entire birthday party explaining to everybody why I had this giant arrowhead-shaped scab on my face. Uh, and again, the next day of school was fun, too. Uh, I still have a little scar on the bridge of my nose as a reminder of that day and the day I skated on my own face before my 10th birthday party. So uh, between that fall on the street that almost ruined the party and the fact that one of my classmates did his best Bart Simpson impression and burped the entire happy birthday song, my parents decided that no more birthday parties in our family. So uh, that was my memorable birthday party. And speaking of birthdays, here's to a happy one for the Retro Network and to many, many more. Thanks to everyone who keeps the ship running day in and day out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Retro Network. Yes, indeed. It's Adam here, and I am excited to share probably my favorite birthday memory related to the birthday party. It's always been about the celebration. And rarely did I have in my life what I called a store-bought birthday, where you got all the you know, themed cups and plates and everything else. But in 1989, at the height of my Ghostbusters fandom, with Ghostbusters 2 about to hit theaters, I had my seventh birthday, 
with all my first grade friends. You know, this is the era where everybody is your friend. So, you know, there are like 10 or 12 of my buddies all around our dining room table. We had an official real Ghostbusters banner across the wall. We had Ghostbusters plates and cups. And it was just so much fun. You know, my mom even, like, laminated a Ghostbusters, you know, no-ghost symbol. We threw water balloons at it. We just we had so much fun just goofing around. We made these uh, ice cream treats called Mr. San Francisco, if you got it from uh, the wonderful ice cream parlor that I visited. Uh, it's called Swenson's. You know, it's where you put the ice cream cone on the hat. You decorate it with all the different candies. So I just remember the joy of being together doing that. But also that night we had a family party where I got the Ghostbusters Proton Pack, which I had literally been dreaming about for years at owning. And now I finally had a Proton Pack. And my brother was a technical whiz. In fact, he was a, you know, an electrical engineer. He built me this little box that had a Ghostbusters no ghost symbol on it. But it could make all these different sounds because it had a bunch of different buttons you could push on it, and it would make different, you know, variations on, you know, things like that. So it was super fun. It was just one of my greatest birthday memories. And, hey, once again, happy birthday, TRN. Hey, Mickey, Jason, happy birthday to TRN four years of providing great retro content uh, for us here in the uh, Slack community. This is Chad Droz, uh, at Chad underscore Droz on Twitter. I uh, just wanted to thank you guys for what you've done for the uh, community and the uh, great podcast and the articles and the great conversations there in Slack. Um, always great to chat with uh, people about retro-minded things. Um, I'm just thinking about birthday memories, and one that comes to mind is my birthday is uh, in late August, and that usually always coincided with the release of uh, Madden NFL football when I was a teenager. I generally get that game every year or every few years, um, you know, because you had to have the latest roster. The game play didn't change too much, but the rosters were new and and you always wanted to play with the uh, latest rosters. But I remember one particular uh, year where Madden generally would always, uh, most video games would come out on a Tuesday. So, you know, just starting school, you know, you're really probably not going to be able to play it until the weekend. I remember one particular year getting Madden and asking mom the next day after I'd gotten it, you know, hey, mom, do you think I could uh, – stay home from school and play Madden and, you know, thinking there's no shot in heck that she's going to be able to uh, let, or let me stay home for, for this reason. Surprisingly, mom came through and, and, and said yes. And I remember just playing Madden football that afternoon while everybody was in school. So it was a unexpected little bonus gift for that particular year. I don't remember that happening other years, so that one in particular was special. Anyway, um, again, happy birthday to you guys, four years, and I hope for many, many more. And you guys take care. Thank you. Hey, it's Jeff. Uh, 
I go by N Logan on Twitter. I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Jason and Mickey and the rest of the uh, Retro Network, the Retro Network crew. Happy birthday! Uh, I wanted to tell you about one of my birthday parties. My fifth birthday back in 1982 was at the Chuck E. Cheese Pizza Time Theater, and it's nothing like the Chuck E. Cheese of today. Um, back then, you had the arcade pit with the classic arcade games. I don't remember a whole lot of children's uh, rides and contraptions that you have nowadays. They had a ticket redemption area. They had skee-ball. Uh, they had a pizza pickup window and station and a, a salad bar. But the main area was a dining area, and you got there by going past a portrait gallery that showed all of the characters, and the characters in the portraits were 3D, and they would come alive and move and uh, singing and things like that. And as you got to the where you sat down to eat your pizza and have your pitcher of uh, root beer, uh, there was a main stage, and then there was like a little corner stage, and then there was a balcony stage. And different times during, you know, while you're eating your pizza, different stages would light up with spotlights or colored lights, and the curtains would pull open, and they were either red blower curtains or black curtains, They'd pull open, and each stage would have a singing and dancing number uh, featuring different characters. And the ones that I remember was Chuck E. Cheese, and he was a rat, as evidenced by his hairless tail. And he uh, he kind of looked like uh, Robert De Niro. I mean, he looked like he could uh, be from Brooklyn or somewhere or, or possibly related to the Italian mafia. And uh, he had a cigar in his hand. And uh, Chuck E. Cheese... Uh, was the main head honcho, and then the next to him was a Mr. Munch, and he was kind of a purple monster with yellow hair and shark teeth who loved to eat pizza. And then there was Pasquale, the Italian chef, and he was a, he had a, a big handlebar mustache, and he played kind of a hand accordion thing. And then uh, there was Jasper Jowell, who was a hound dog with a banjo. And then there was uh, Madame Oink, who was a pig who sang, and then there was uh, three birds, there maybe magpies, maybe crows, called the warblets, who sang the chorus, and they would come alive. These animatronic figures would come alive and start singing and dancing and blinking and, and moving. And I remember they sang Joy to the World, Happy Birthday to All the Boys and Girls. And uh, it was just a crazy, you know, really out-of-this-world atmosphere uh, inside this Pizza Time Theater. Uh, underneath the stage, there was a cheese crawl cheese maze that had mouse hole doors and kind of round Swiss cheese windows, and there was tunnels underneath the stage, and they were lit by strobe lights, and there was one entrance underneath Mr. Munch that was Mr. Munch's magic madhouse. and had black lights, and everything was glow-in-the-dark paint, and you'd crawl in there, and it was crazy. While I was in there with my twin brother, crawling through these cheese mazes, the place caught fire. And people started screaming when there was started to be smoke billowing out from the barbershop quartet stage, and the curtains were catching fire, and parents were running everywhere. People were screaming, pure pandemonium. Parents are chasing after kids. Uh, you couldn't see. Everybody's coughing. And my mom crawled on her hands and knees to pull me and my twin brother out of the cheese crawl to safety. 
And we made it across the parking lot and sat down on the curb, and we watched as the roof collapsed and the building burnt down. And I sat there crying, five years old, with my twin brother, holding a handful of tickets and tokens that we would never be able to use. Anyway, that's my birthday memory. Happy birthday to the Retro Network, and uh, many happy returns. Thank you. Man, that's a lot of memorable birthday experiences. But before we get out of here, I want to say thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And thank you so very much for four years of the Retro Network. Whether you are a creator or a collaborator with us at the network, or just a fan or part of our TRN community, we thank you very, very much. When uh, Jason and I got together and decided to start this crazy idea we didn't know where it would lead it's taken many twists and turns from you know original plans and thoughts and ideas and to end up where we are now and I would not trade a thing about it Um, so a very special thank you to my partner and more importantly my friend Jason for going down this road with me and thank you to everybody who decided to come along and that includes everyone listening to this podcast so happy fourth anniversary to TRN and here's to 44 more years at least of the Retro Network. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day.